everyone. My name is Gothics, and I am back again with another episode of Subtweet This. And we have here Cosmic Mr. Seven and a very special guest today. Say hello, Mikkel. Aloha. How's it going? Uh, fuck all that. Hey, how's it going, people? And go with the theme though. song. <laughs> what did you know? What's good? How's it going? <laughs> so, Mikkel is a fellow podcaster, and I just like to say this because it sounds really fucking cool. Mikkel uh, has one of the number one podcasts in Hawaii. So we welcome him uh, on today's show, and today is going to be a very unconventional podcast day. This is what I call the Mr. Seven Experiments, is what I'm giving it as a name right now. Mr. Seven, what are we doing today? Explain this madness. <laughs> well, today we are going to be talking about our first times. And that means down to anything. From the first time that you did the horizontal mouse smash to the first time you met the person you're with. And even if you smoked a little bit of weed, the first time you did anything in your life. So I just came up with some random questions that I think we should talk about. And it gives the, the listeners and viewers a more in-depth look at our lives. A little, per more, you know, a little more personal so they know us a little better. So they see us in the streets like, hey, I know the first time when you did something very fucking stupid and you're, and you're stupid for doing that. Okay. How do they know that we're telling the truth, though? What if we're lying? They were just lying sacks of shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So uh, if you're the one that came up with this hot mess. So I think it's only fair if you go first. So what's the first topic and uh, what's the first answer? Go. Okay, first kiss. Remember your first kiss. So, I remember mine's. It was in elementary school, and the girl was in junior high school. The reason that happened because, you know, like depending on the area you live in, especially like the hood, your elementary school and your junior high school are literally across the street from each other. The junior high school was having drama, and I wanted to be an actor growing up. So I was like, I'm gonna join drama, and the the play that was being done was The Little Shop of Horrors. So I joined drama over there and i met this girl her name was talia okay so she was about like two years older than me and of course in drama you guys what's the most things you guys do in drama you guys ever did drama in that school hell no i'm dramatic Why? as it is i don't need to join a group <laughs> okay god damn so drama there's a lot of downtime and there's more girls than guys so i was like i'm like a young adolescent boy and all these females so I, I think it was, I don't remember how it happened, but I think like somebody dared us to kiss. And she was like, have you ever kissed anybody before? I'm like, yeah, of course. Which was a fucking flat out lie. I never kissed anybody. And I kissed my mama on her cheek and that's about it. But it was either, it was fight or flight right there. Kissed her in the hallway. And she was like, oh, you're a really good kisser. And from there and from that day forward, I was like the best kisser ever in the world. You know, I don't know in the world, wow. but. I'm, I'm not to toot my own horn, but I never got a complaint, you know. Kissed her without her suspecting it? Like, it was like... No! Did you not just hear the story? Did you kiss without consent? <laughs> did you? Oh. You did? <laughs> no! You can't do that no more. You know, we got to go to somebody else because that was alarming. Mikkel, do you want to take a shot at this? All right, all right, all right. So, I'm trying to think. Wait. I, I'm trying to think <laughs> how old I was. I don't know. You know, between all the alcohol and weed and all the other shit and knocks in my head I've had over the years, I'm trying to remember. When did this happen? I think I was 14 or 15. And I, what's funny is the chick still, uh, the chick that was my first kiss among many things is, is actually still on my friends list on Facebook. 
Yeah. So yeah, I was in uh, I was in Memphis at the time, and I was at this convention, uh, this business convention, working a booth with my brother and my mom. And I remember this. I think she's like Puerto Rican. Yeah, she's Puerto Rican chick. Came up with her mom, and she's like a, a year or two older than me. And then we started. I was selling whatever my whatever the chuckle fuckery my brother was doing at the time. So I was selling that for him. And then I started talking to the girl. We kind of hit it off. I was acting. I was trying to act like Hitch from the movie Hitch because everything I know about women, I learned from that that damn movie. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no, wow. I'm, I'm dead wow. serious. I'm dead serious. But but I I learned how to improvise from that. So from there. After her and I, we talked for a bit, and then we went off to the side. She's like, hey, you want to drink a little? I was like, yeah. She's like, you want to want to take a hit of the doob? I was like, I've never, I've never done that before. She's like, oh, let's try it. So we did. Yeah, so she was like 16 or 17. So I was like 14, 15. And then she's like, have you ever, you ever kissed a girl had sex before? I was like, I'm going to be honest. I haven't. She said, well, we're going to fix that right here and now. Oh, no. <laughs> so I got a two for one combo. She just, she just said, right. she just bootied boy you. She was just like, I like shit, I want shit. <laughs> right? I like you. I'm going to do this and the hard way, I guess. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. I'll I'll say mine. So mine, I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna just say who it is. Corey. Okay, Corey, you know who the fuck you are. I don't need to say your last name. Wait, 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 hold on. I think we gotta edit out these people's names. So let's get (laughs) (laughs) We gotta beep out these people's names. We're gonna get fucking sued. (laughs) This motherfucker, he knows who he is. He knows who he is. So one day, so after, so during high school, we have, it was during high school that I uh, lost, you know, my, my, my kiss virginity, I guess you should say. So we have these after school programs in, in high school and I was just hanging out and we had like a game room and I'm hanging out with this guy and they were in a, like a room full of like kids just playing games or whatever. And then he like leans over. He's just like, I want to kiss you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so... So he leans over and kisses me, but now I have to call this guy out because I hope that he has improved since this very dark day because I was traumatized and I'll never, I'll never forgive him for this. He kissed my entire face. Like he, (laughs) like, like what, think about French kissing, you know, you open your mouth, you're supposed to, you know, you kiss open mouth. Some his open mouth, like dragged across all the way up to my cheek. (laughs) Next to my nose, like his mouth was trying to eat my face, and I like couldn't breathe. I'm having like flashbacks just thinking about it, and nobody saw it, like nobody witnessed it. But over here, I'm just like gasping for air because this motherfucker decides to eat my entire face. So it was nothing special. That was my first kiss. It was the most disgusting first kiss ever, and I thought that that's just how people kissed for a long time. Like, wow, this is nasty, and that's it. <laughs> that's literally it. <laughs> Hey, yo, Mr. Kevin, does this sound like the plant from Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah. Like, no, I was thinking that too. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo I'm surprised. You know what? You know what? I'm surprised from that experience. She was like, I'm done with guys. Guys are not for me, I guess. I guess. You know what? Guys can't kiss. terrifying ass kiss. It was scary. Whoa, it was what so the scary. hell? How do you kiss but You like know what that? I think it is? I think it's when some people think they know what they're doing, and he thought he knew. Oh, he they thought, get mad exaggerated. Yeah, he was like, I'm such a good kisser. I'm like, yuck. 
Gross. <laughs> 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 high school. Wait, don't tell me I was the youngest. I was a little no, little no, I'm my mine was in high school. I was in like elementary school kissing girls. What the hell? Wait, my oh shit. Oh yeah, mine was in high school, bro. What are you doing? Blocks in elementary school. I was like fifth grade. Whatever. (laughs) You know you were dry humping air. Get out of here. All right. So (laughs) I was I was still humping. Mine was in junior high. I think it was junior in high school, and it was whack because it was at it was at my house. We were watching one of the greatest movies ever, Ghost Rider, which I'm lying. Because that shit was whack when Nicholas came. I was about to say with Nicholas. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like legit just sitting there kind of watching. And I kind of leaned, even though we were already close, I leaned in for a kiss and actually got rejected. Uh, I was like, all right, cool. And then like a couple of minutes later, went in for she went in for a kiss to me and, you know, we kissed. But other than that, it really wasn't like the most memorable thing. It's like, all right. Uh, that was the first kiss. It's like I got denied while watching this bad movie. Maybe it was a movie that turned her off so bad, didn't want to kiss me. So I was like, "Oh, all right, I guess I understand." She was like, "I know this motherfucker that accent for a kiss after he takes you to a horrible movie." How dare he? Well, other than that, like legit, not even like funny or some of my first times are really just like kind of two sentence things. So we'll see how this goes because no, it's not even drag that shit out. All right, continue then. All right, so the next one. Gonna do the first time doing drugs. I think Mikhail he fucking knocked out the first three because he got a fucking triple hitter. He got <laughs> kissed, drugged up, and got booty all in one shot. Like what the? F- like this man's a legend. Like, wow. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the in the power. history of man, no one has been able to do that. Get all three in one shot. Right. So we're gonna talk about the first time doing drugs. So my first time doing drugs was actually in a high school, which is like more appropriate. You know, you're hanging out with the with the stoner kids, skipping first period at the back of a McDonald's out in Hollywood Beach, and people pull out their little bag of weed. So being broke kids, not everybody carried around the little like the little pipe to smoke weed out of. So people were very MacGyverish back in the days. So they took some tinfoil. From a butter bagel we just finished eating, right? Wrapped it around the pen to make the shape of a pipe. <laughs> Stuffed the weed in there and started passing it around. And me, never smoking the stuff in before in my life, I'm like, okay, why not? This the, this would be my first experience. And the whole time I remember my mom is like, You better not do drugs, don't be doing drugs. And my brother, the the freaking prodigal child that he is, which is a lie because he was like fucking the worst of the worst. Said you shouldn't be smoking weed, you know. Don't don't get into the path I'm going down. And I was like, what's the worst that could happen? So I smoked the weed, go to the second period math, and I felt like I was the smallest fucking kid there. Like <laughs> that was the only time I was focused in my life. I was like, <laughs> I understood everything. I was like, I understand this. Like, you ever sit in a class and not know what the fuck you're doing for like yes months, yes. and then one day you do like you go high on like on some type of medication. You're like, wait, I understand everything. This makes sense. So, like, I went in there, and I think I had, like, a final exam. And I fucking aced that final because, like, I don't know what happened. Like, my brain unlocked something. And I think I got, like, a 90. And I was just skating by with, like, 70s that whole class. And I got a 90, and the teacher was like, oh, you did really good. Like, who'd you cheat off of? I was like, I don't know, but I'm feeling good today. And that was, like, my first drug experience. 
Wow. Okay. I, that's a little bit sketchy. I'd never smoked from a makeshift device. So that's... Because you're not a real pothead. What the fuck does that even mean, bro? You're not, all, address, you're not a real pothead. You're not a real pothead if you never smoke we, out of a makeshift device. Can we just address the fact that every time you say weed, you say it with such emphasis, like it's such a terrible thing? Say weed, weed. right now. Weed. No, no, no. You're saying it normal now. You just no, I had some weed every time. <laughs> it's so proper, I guess. Why you make me sound like? Why you make me sound like we get some weed? It's exactly how you say it every time. Like it's so bad. W e d. Like weed. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> man. You gotta enunciate the words. All right. Who's next? Uh, Man, okay, so I'll go the first time. So drugs in general, the only drug I've ever done is weed. Weed. The first time I had it, I think it was, I want to say it was, actually, no, let me let me go back. First time I tried anything moderately close to some type of controlled substance was a cigarette. I tried a cigarette for the first time. I didn't really know what to do. I thought I was supposed to inhale it like they do on TV when I see people smoking marijuana so i tried inhaling the smoke into my lungs like a cigarette smoke and i fucking i felt like i was gonna die so that was technically the first time but the first time i actually tried weed was was one of my ex-boyfriends he was a pothead and i wanted to fit in because like you know teenage girl i thought this guy was gonna be the guy i was gonna spend the rest of my life with so i was like i had to get experience with the things that he was interested in and that was the first time i tried the weed and i don't even think i got high because i don't think i inhaled correctly i was just like i don't get it what's the point and i think for a few years after trying that when i kind of dabbled in marijuana here and there i still didn't know how to inhale so yeah that was my first time very inexperienced with weed but yes anyone else want to continue i'm sure I, you have better stories than me <laughs> I, I mean i i got one i, I can take a crack at it right. so 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 see what had happened was i i well i'm not gonna even i i don't count weed as a drug personally but what i'm gonna say right? Right. So my first the first drug I ever did was ecstasy. And Whoa. look, the thing is, see, there's a story behind it. What happened was I'm innocent. I didn't I I I didn't voluntarily go out of my way to to take ecstasy at all. So what happened was I was at the club. I was a club promoter and I think I was like 22, 23 the at this club the hottest well it used to be the hottest club in hawaii zanzibar so there's this chick this uh puerto rican chick that i was digging her name is sasha and she was military and i was crazy about this girl she was the hottest chick every dude was trying to get at her but the only dude that had her attention was me and so she asked me she what i mean they, they used to call me Mr. Dougie back in the day. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Dougie, Mr. Dougie. <laughs> so, so like I, I, I got off my shift of, uh, you know, promoting. So she's like, "You want to have some some real fun?" I'm like, "Yeah." She said, "You want to have some fun with me?" I'm like, "I'm always on have fun with you." So she's like, "Let's go to the bar." So she ordered, um, she ordered two AMFs for me and a five star general. Cause I used to pound. The fuck back. is an AMF? Adios, motherfucker. <laughs> uh. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That one. Let's call it an alpha. Oh, it was a military bus. So call it an alpha Mike Foxtrot. <laughs> so she gave she so she had those and she's like, turn around for a second. She's like, I'm I'm gonna do something. I was like, what? What are you about to do? She's like, just turn around. I'm like, all right. So I turned around. And I, when I turn, she told me to turn back. She's like, "Oh yeah, go ahead and take a shot of your drink." So I, instead of taking a shot, I just take it straight to the head. And she gave me a look like I said, "Take a shot." No, oh. not down it. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, she's like, "Well, I said we were gonna have fun, and I thought we were gonna ease into it." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And then I grabbed the other drink and I took that one straight to the head. She's like, that was for me. I was like, oh, oh. You took a double hit? Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm Bro. like, wait, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, I'm still thirsty. So I grabbed a five-star general and I, I took that straight to the head. She's like, oh my God, Mikkel, what the fuck did you do? I'm like, yo, I'm like, you got me, you got me mad nervous right now. What's going on over here? And she's like, I, I, I put some E in each of them, I put three E's in each. I was like, what the oh. fuck? I'm like, I'm like, what's E? And then as she's trying to explain it, the shit hits me. And I'm over here like, oh, you know how people be like, yo, the whole fucking room is vibrating and like it going to the beat. I was so, oh my God, I was so turned up. I was seeing the music. I was smelling sound. I was on another. <laughs> smelling yo, sound. I was so tweaked. I was, yo, and I used to, ha- I had my, my my crew. So they came up to me and they're like, yo, Mikkel, what's good? And it's like, oh, oh, hey, Sasha, uh, you and Mikkel got back together. Uh, y- y'all uh, kicking it, y'all together right now? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm with Boo right now. And I was like, yo, babe, I'm about to go hit the dance floor. Yo, I'm out. So I just ran. Ooh. I went. I hopped on the Go Go Dancer uh, spot. I was dancing in the Go Go Dancer cage. Then the security chased me. I hopped out of there, ducked into the crowd. Then I hopped on the, I hopped on the on the 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 bar, and I started dancing on the bar. Security came at me. I ducked in the crowd. I was like popping up everywhere. Just I was tweaking. Sasha was trying to chase my ass all over the club. Like Mikel get down. I'm like, yo, I've never felt this good in my life. I'm like, I don't know what I'm on. Like a movie, yo. yo yeah. I was, yo, that, that, it, the com- coming off of that was terrible. But that Ooh. feeling, my oh my God. I ended up in, I actually had, they acted to um, take me to the hospital to purge out my damn system. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. So like, Comparable to marijuana, you said you could smell sounds and shit. I smell like, sounds. I, was it I, scary? Huh? Was it scary? It was. My scary. heart was like just racing, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, I see the spectrum. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I don't know if I could handle that. Uh-uh. All right. Shit. Okay. What about you, Cosmic? Did you Have you tried any drugs? No, it was just smoking. One probably the worst experience I have is when I did a dab. So, oh, yeah, it was at, yeah, it was at it was at one of my friends, and it was a big group of us. But we were already pre gaming and drinking before that. We were supposed to go to the, like the club or whatever after. But one mm-hmm. of our friends, oh, like I was like, what the hell is like this syrup? And he was like, oh yeah, you know, you just 
it, it was all sticky and whatnot. And so, yeah, you burn this on the bong and then you smoke it. So I was like, all right, with me already being drunk, we all ate before that. It was like a great day. So I'm already pretty drunk and we do like the dab. And I guess I didn't do it right the first time. So I ended up taking in way more than I should have. And he's like, oh, how are you? I'm like, I can't tell because I'm drunk. So I don't know what I should be feeling or not. But then everything obviously just started moving. I go to the, like my friend's bathroom and I threw up all in the sink and the shit was not going down. I messed up the sink. I was in there for like half an hour trying to clean up. And they're like, you good? I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> it was, oh, it was Chinese food and shit. I just, I felt oh. horrible. Everything finally went down. And then I was like, yeah, so I'm not going to the, to the club guys. And then I kind of like passed out on the couch while everyone's still doing dabs and drinking. And then they kind of had to drag me home. I, I couldn't even hang for the rest of the night, but it will, I never felt something more weird than that. I know I had the edible and I was dizzy, but when I did the dab, that was different. Like I just, and with it being combined with being drunk too, no, never again. So anytime I see dabs, I'm just kind of like, I think of that because that shit was just not a pleasurable experience. Other than that, I didn't do anything else. I've always had people try to get me on, try to molly. And I was like, I can't imagine how it would be. So I was like, that's one of the reasons I'm afraid to try dabs is like these stories. That's scary. What uh, what do we got next? Uh, evil genius, Mr. Seven. Okay. So next is your first time doing the horizontal monster match. What the so, fuck is that? Yo, let me sex. Google that. What the hell is sex. that? Oh. Sex. Sex. Yeah, <laughs> the horizontal. You never, you guys never watch fucking Futurama? Fry says it. Oh, they, they did the no. horizontal monster match. You guys are so uncultured. Okay, whatever. Go. Okay. <laughs> I don't deserve this abuse. So, yo, my first, I don't even know, like, this doesn't even count as a first time because I, I lost partial of my virginity to her, to this girl. So Is partial? <laughs> yeah, partial. Because I'm British. So that's partial, right? Oh, well, you let her, oh, she put a finger in your butt? <laughs> no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She did. No, no. Okay, so. This is in high school. I was about 16 and we're on the, so the main, where the high school I went to had a beach. It was called Beach Channel. Duh. So, so a lot of, uh, anything that went down, it happened under, under the boardwalk. You ever heard that old song, Under the Boardwalk? It's like a, it's like a classical hit. You know the answer to that. No? Okay. No. So, so this girl, <laughs> this girl was someone I knew sister this other girl girl sister and we kind of like had something going on but we kind of didn't at the same time so we just talking you know walking on the boardwalk as young teens do you know making out and everything and uh, you know things get hot and heavy and I go so you want to do it and she and she says yes and I'm like oh god we really have to do this. I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't prepared for the yes. So you can imagine ha- trying to have sex under a boardwalk. It's very, uh, it's very messy. There's just sand everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's just sand everywhere. And it's just like, uh, I don't know whether if I was doing things right. She didn't look like she was enjoying it. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, have you ever had sand in your vagina? It's not a pleasant experience. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. Listen, all I know, I really did. I, I didn't, I didn't finish, and I did 
damn sure no, she didn't finish either my performance. And it just kind of was like, that was that. Went home and I was like, did I lose my virginity? Yes or no? I guess I didn't. (laughs) So so, uh, fast forward like two years later, I actually did lose it because I did finish. So so half was taken by one woman and half was taken by another. Well, Well, yeah. Wait, right? so you think you didn't have sex because you didn't finish? None of us finished. <laughs> what do you define as? Are you talking about coming? Like, what are you talking about? Yes. Finish? Yes, finish. <laughs> no, you can technically still have sex. So as long as you put your penis in the hole, you're like, oh, I have sex? If it's going anywhere, you're having I mean, sex. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't, I didn't nut, so I didn't have sex. It's like, Listen, what kind that's of what I think it is? It's like... <laughs> Yo, that's the mentality I had. <laughs> okay. I was like, yo, I guess you need to finish. Like, what, what I know? I was a fucking young teenage boy. The most the most I know about sex, what does most teenage boys learn sex from? Any what is what does any guy learn sex from? Be real. I don't know. Porn? Porn. Porn. Yeah. Porn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to get reminded. I was like, wait, who the, like my dad, he's like, hmm. like my dad sex? was like, you know about it, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. And then that's it. That's that, was, that was the talk. You know about it? Did you know about it? <laughs> I mean, like, you sure you know about it? Oh, man. That's weird. Right. Not weird. No, no. I'm just... No, I was just imagining the conversation. Never mind. All right. Who's next? Who wants, who wants to go next? Do you want do you want me to go uh, next, baby? Oh, wait. Me? You, oh, I just go next. No, all right. No. <laughs> to be honest, I don't, I don't remember. I, all I know is that, like, to, I was a bitch. So it was, if anything wanted more by my ex who I was with. It was like my it was my one and only kind of like high school sweetheart, whatever. And obviously that shit was just dumb quick. <laughs> but it was I don't know. It was more pressure. one one pump chump. Yeah, it was pressure. That's why because to be honest, I was just like, nah, y'all, I, I, I it's not ready. It's like come on, let's go. I was like, nah, I, I don't got anything. I got something. Oh shit. Oh okay. All right, I guess we will. And then yeah, it just didn't like last song there. But I guess there was she had more equipment, so we tried again, and I, it just felt more like practicing rather than being like a memorable moment. I don't know. I was just it was embarrassing. So that's oh, that's kind of right. like lying there. All right, uh, Mikkel, you want to go? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which was the worst in my situation. When I say I was Ooh. wild in my twenties, oh my god, who no, are no. you? No, like, honestly, like, yo, I was talking about my sex capades on my stream on, uh, what is it, Friday night, and my wife is over here, like, the audience is like, yo, are you seriously talking about this? And I'm like, yo, my wife already knows, I told her all of it. <laughs> she knows this shit already. Okay, so there's an Australian chick. Okay, there's a Japanese chick. Yo, this man is a living <laughs> fucking legend. We have a legend. <laughs> No, I just did a lot of wild shit. All right, so there's this chick that back when I was working at, I was working a kiosk at this mall part time back in, it was 2014. So I was working at this kiosk and this uh, girl at this other kiosk just started the job and she was having issues because I was closing at the cell phone kiosk I was at. She didn't know how to close hers. We had the same POS system. So I'm over here like, all right, let me help you. I can help you close out. So I helped her close out and I'm like, all right, cool. If you need anything, let me know. Other than that, 
I said, I'm about to go over to Walmart, get some stuff. I said, I need to get stuff for my chick. And I need to, I need to go walk home. And she's like, oh, I need to go to Walmart too. I was like, all right, cool. Let's, let's bounce. So we walked over to Walmart and I ended up getting pads for my chick at the time who, I mean, we were going to rough shit anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get her pads, get her some stuff. And then we're over here on the sex aisle. And the other girl's like, oh, she said, this juice is supposed to, some type of drink is supposed to make you more horny. I'm like, oh, really? And then she's like, yeah, it seems like if you drink this, it'll make your dick hard. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me, I (laughs) open the motherfucker and I drink it right then and there. And she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yo, it didn't do nothing to me. She's like, well, you got to let it hit your system. All right, let's walk around then. So we walked around. I said, yeah, it, it didn't do nothing to me. And then we left Walmart. She got her shit. I got my shit. And I'm like, all right, where do you live? She's like, oh, I live in Waikiki. I'm like, well, it's like 11 o'clock at night. I said, you catching the bus home or are you catching the cab? She's like, no, no, I'm going to walk home. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to walk you. I'll, I'll walk you home. I'll walk you to your spot. So I walk, we walk, it's, it's a 20 wait, minute wait, walk. Wait, 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 okay. I'm sorry. I'm confused. So you took a drink to make your dick hard and you walk in her and well, she's going home. So you're just going to be with a hard dick all night to yourself. That's what I'm okay. hearing. Well, I, I was trying to call her bluff because I, I figured you're not going to point something out like that if you ain't trying to, you know, you ain't trying to fuck. That was my logic. I was already on some bad times with the chick I was with anyway. We were on the verge of separating anyway. So I walked her home. We got to her spot. It's a 20-minute walk. And then when we, 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 I walked her outside, she's like, oh, walk me to my door, to my spot. I'm like, all right, cool. Went inside the building, walked her to her spot. She went in. And then I look in. And I was like, oh, so this is your spot? She's like, yeah. I said, damn. I said, that's a big-ass bra you got over there. I said, how big are your titties? And she's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, wait, 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 pause. We gotta put the pause in there. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta. There's questions. I got questions. Nobody else has questions. Why does nobody has questions? Why don't people have questions? Okay, so shoot, so shoot. Okay, you've known this female before. Yes no. no, no. This is the first time you meeting this girl, right? Yeah. Okay." From the time you were with her, you never looked at her movies. Well, okay. See, look. Well, no, 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 no. Yes or I, no? I don't listen. Just give me a yes. straight answer. Don't be. Yeah, so you look. You look. Yes. Yes. So, but she wore a baggy so, shirt, so I couldn't really tell if she was top heavy or she's a little chunky. Baggy I shirt. Tell. Yep. You can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when it's see really you see you see this you see this, ladies and gentlemen. This man is a living legend because no other man will go into a, a, another girl's house, a woman's house, and be like, to see her bra and be like, damn, girl, how big them titties be? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. That's a funny conversation, especially if you're trying to take things a, a step further. Yo, oh, no. but I, everyone does icebreakers <laughs> like that. It's just like, oh, yo, all right, yeah, this bed's mad nice. Yo. Like, yo, you feel this? And he's just like, could you, could you, yo, you imagine? Could you imagine if a? Uh, could you imagine? Then he comes out nowhere and say like, oh, I mean, you want to feel? It's just like he knew he knows what he was doing, so. Yo, you a legend. You a legend. No, I am not. 
Yo, could you, Yo. Gothics, could you imagine if Saul said that to you? He was like, damn, that's a, that's a big ass bar over there. How big your titties is. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a very abrupt question. I, I suppose I would have an answer, but I, I also wouldn't think it was out of the ordinary because that's just our banter anyway, I think. Yeah, Gothics would be like, you want to feel them, boy? Come over here. Let me show you. <laughs> Come here, boy. Let me show you how they let me show you how big it is. There are kids listening to this podcast, okay? Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is family friendly? <laughs> this shit is not fucking family friendly. Don't listen to her. Anyway, you asked her how big them titties be, and yeah. she said she yeah, they were 36G, uh 38 G's. What? That's a size? What? I'm not even lying. Not even Hold on. lying. I'm, I'm Googling it. You said Yo, 38. You Google that. I wish. G- oh, my God. <laughs> Never mind. I can't say. <laughs> oh, I got to send y'all pictures of the chicks. She follows me on Instagram because she tried to she tried to get back with me a couple months ago. Oh, oh no, honey. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. So. Mm. Oh, there's a whole story behind that. Her popping up with Christ. That's with, a big ass titties. <laughs> right. Oh right. Right. Yeah, she tried to pop up a couple months ago trying to say you know, she still had feelings for me, wanted to get back. You know, she had a son trying to play like the kid was mine. I'm like, whoa. What? Yeah, oh, hell yeah, that's no. a, see, I told you oh, that's a whole, hell no. a whole story. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is why you get uh-uh. fixed, gentlemen. This is why you God get fixed. God thinks me like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. You get any one of those DMs, babe, we're going to have to snip, snip some titties. They're going to go. <laughs> oh, God. Hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> so is it my turn? Is that what we're doing? Or are we still investigating the size of the titties? No, we, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the rest of the story. So after she, she told, she said, well, how big they were, I was like, yo, that's nice. And she's like, she said, yeah. She said, you want to come inside? I'm like, I said, if you, if, if you down with it. Yeah. So, so I came inside. I didn't even sit at you, the chair. Did I you, went, did you huh? come inside both ways, motherfucker? Yes, but anyway. Well, then so, she, well, that's why she said it might be your son. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> no. Yo, so so I went in. I didn't even sit in the chair. I just went and sat on her bed. And she turned around. She's like, oh, she said, you're bold, huh? I said, well, you let me in. And she's like. Yeah, why does I it sound did. like a porn? This sounds like a fucking no, uh, bro. Softcore porn. I told I you. I told you. I was wild as fuck in my twenties. So, so we sat on. I sat on her bed. She went and got some. She got um. She, what did she get? She got uh, some one fifty one. We both took a shot, and then she's like, "So did that stuff kick in yet?" I'm like, "I don't know. Might have to find out though. You want to help me?" And she's like. She's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 20. What was, how old was I? I was 25. I'm like, I'm 25. She said, oh, you're a young stud, huh? I'm like, how old are you? She said, you don't ask a woman her age. I'm like, what I just did. So how old are you? And so she's like, I, I'm 28. I'm like, I said, I, I like older women. And she's like, yeah, I don't think, she said, I don't think so. I don't think you can handle me. No man can help me. I said, that just sounds like you can't handle yourself. I'm and she's I'm like, she was like, excuse me? I said, if nobody can handle you, you, that means you can't handle yourself. I'm like, look, I'm a young buck. I can hold on to the ride no matter where it's going. She's like, oh, okay. She said, you got my interest. I said, I had your interest from the point we were at the kiosk. 
I said, what you talking about? And so, so we're sitting there, we're chopping it up. And then I asked her, cause she was sitting real close to me on her, on her bed. Right. So we had a couple more shots and I just straight asked her, I'm like, I said, I'm curious. I said, I need to find something out. I said, purely for research. And she's like, for research? Like, yeah. I said, are you, are you a good kisser or not? She's like, well, why do you need to know that? I said, curiosity. I can't help it. Are you? She's like, oh. she said, well, how would I know? I'm like, I don't know. Let me know. Show me. Are you? She's like, why are you so curious? I said, it's for research. She's let me know. So then she kissed me and we were just, you know, making out for a minute. And for whatever reason, look, I don't know how, why or how, but every time I kiss a girl, it always leads to fucking. I don't know what it is. So, okay, calm down there. Calm down there, stud. I, I did the same thing with the Australian chick when my homie and I, we we, we were at the we had that same club, Zanzibar. We we ended up, there's these these two Australian chicks. There was a, there was a fugly one and a fine one. And my homie said he was gonna go for the fine one. He needed me to cock block the fugly one. So I'm like, you was you you were taking one for the team, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I I guess I'm taking it for the team. But then he got super fucked up and went for the fugly one and left the fine one. I'm like, well, I can't leave the fine one by itself. So we went to their hotel room. You know how the hotels got the beds right next to each other. So my homie was all on the fugly one, and then when they were on their bed. They they both knocked out. So me and the fine one were just sitting there on the bed, and I did. I said the same thing. I'm like, yo, I'm curious. I'm like, you're from. I'm like, you're Australian, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so what's? I said, so how, what? What do Australians kiss like? I'm like, I've never kissed an Australian before. She's like, she's like, what do you mean? It's kiss like anyone else. I'm like, well, I wouldn't know. I never been. I never kissed an Australian before. This Very man easy. is a fucking legend. <laughs> So and yo, her titties was bigger than bigger than the. the oh other my god, yo! I yo, cannot. Yo, I gotta send you, yo. I gotta send y'all pictures. I got pictures. No, so this a whole. This is listen. Told, wait, you taking up too much time with your titty story? I'm sorry to touch on what y'all was saying about you know sand, you know fucking on the beach and whatnot. So the Australian chick. After we started kissing, the next thing I know, she started pulling the panties off. Next, next thing I know. I was beating them cheeks, busting them guts, and <laughs> like, all in the hotel room. Then woke up her friend. Her friend got mad because her friend thought her friend sobered up and, and was mad because she wanted to get with me, but the friend got with me. So we left the hotel room, went to the beach, went to the pier, fucked at the pier. Cheeks on the pier. Then the security came. We went to the beach. Fucked on the beach. That is the most uncomfortable fucking. I hate getting fucking sand. Yeah. In the ass. Yeah. It is not <laughs> romantic. That shit is not romantic. <laughs> the movies anyway. make it seem so romantic, though. They do. They full of shit, too. <laughs> Insane. My bad. I'm sorry. I took up, I took up too much. That time. was great. <laughs> I feel we like you guys bonded on a different level. We gotta have a cross for this man. Because that man went in there need and to have was your like a segment called Titty Talk or something because that, that <laughs> took off a whole lot of this. My man went in there and was like, how big them titties be, girl? <laughs> oh my god. Yo, so you fellas, really that's, can't, you, you can't you do can't, that today. You can't do that no, today. You can't. You can't. You cannot do that today, guys. A girl can ask you how big 
your your wallet is, how tall you be, no, how big your dick is. But if you ask how big a titties are, you going to jail. The hell is she gonna say? Yeah. How much you make a year? Get the hell out of here! You don't need yes, that, yes, right? yes. Yeah, no, that's what, yeah. I've never that's had what's anyone happening. ask me that. I've had that happen. It happens. <laughs> you with you are with you are with a woman who makes her own fucking money. Yeah, a lot of women don't want to make their own money. They want to fucking just get off somebody else. Same for men. There's men and women yeah. out there that just want people to take care of them. That's a whole yeah. other topic we're talking about. Is a, that I don't even broke I would boys walk and broke away girls. If someone asked me that, to be honest, like if I obviously single, then someone like a, a girl asks, "Oh, how much you make?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm no." It's like, <laughs> it's like it's like if if you didn't hear that whole thing, like um, girls discriminate on guys who are like under five feet, under not five feet, six feet. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, the it's, minute it's her program me. Stop using big words hey, on this hey, show. Hey, hey, well, y'all know what that is. It's basically no, women... we don't. No, okay, okay. Here it is. Here it is for you. Because I learned this from Coach Red Pill. The dude put he put me on some game, and I, I've been seeing the shit for what it is. Basically, it's hypergamy. Women marry up, or they go up in scale, and men go down most times because you see these chicks with no qualities. And I ain't trying to be sexist, misogynist, and none of that other bullshit that people try to put you on. I, you know what? This is why I'm glad I'm married to a woman who can deal with my bullshit. But mm. if you know, it, it's it's, and I've experienced this too because, with the exception of my wife, every other woman I've been with. It's been them getting an upgrade, me getting nothing out of it other than either good pussy, big titties, or some good head. That's it. <laughs> like they have nothing to offer, really. There's no like no, long term stuff. Yeah, you see a lot of that stuff. Like on, like you ever see that future post? Like she belonged to the streets, kind of stuff. And it's like you know a lot of a lot of women coming up today is like, what do you have to offer more than just a a, a pretty face? And a good body. What do you have to offer? And it's the same thing for men. Men have to offer things on the table too. Like you had to have to be, you got to be able to provide. But in today's world, it's like one of the other could provide. So if you're a good-looking girl, you downgrade that guy. You're gonna take care of that guy, or vice versa. So it's the words just went mad somehow around 2017, where it was just like, no, I don't want to work. I want you to take care of me, and that's what's gonna happen. Like, like. I want put like this. If I'm making money, your ass need to be making money too. Cause if you think I'm taking care of your ass, you are out of your fucking mind. If you don't got a job, you better go find one or make a job. So feet pictures, do whatever. I don't care. Make your money because you're not so living off of mine. <laughs> Bro, I'm 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 dead serious. Like why I why would I want to take care of a person? I, I dig it. I dig it. Two incomes make more money. True or false? No, it's false. True True incomes don't make bring more money? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean false? I just, I'm just trying to start some shit. <laughs> I'm just, yo, does she know? Oh, anyway, Vanessa. I mean, what? Excuse? That's my slave name. What? <laughs> Gothic. Gothic. Tell us about your horrible experience. Bro, it was with a man. Fucking, oh God, with a man. First of all, why do you have to say it like that? First of all, okay, this this is gonna be very short and sweet. Ain't no big titty stories, okay? Hey, hey, hey don't discriminate. Everybody <laughs> like titties, okay? Everybody like titties. I met this guy, right? Met him online. You know, we dated for literally like two weeks, and you know, I lost my virginity to him, right? 
And uh, I lost the virginity to the soundtrack of Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) Already an omen of where that was going to go. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which Godzilla? Not the P. Diddy song. fuck <laughs> would it be the P. Diddy song, bro? Was it the Puff Daddy song from the 2000 Godzilla movie? There was one song, I forget exactly. It's a rock band, but at the beginning of the song, you hear Godzilla's screech, but it was on loop. So... So in the 10 minutes we were tempted to do this, I fucking heard that song like three times. And that's all I remember. I remember it was a terrible experience. Very painful. Oh, God. Have- <laughs> and then broke up with me like two days later. So that was my first experience of sex. And also the fact that a lot of guys just kind of want to use a girl, whatever, because he pretty much ghosted me after that. Ooh. Not a good time. Damn. <laughs> I can't. I know. Because because in my head, I had um the only Godzilla song I remember is the Puff Daddy one, Come With Me. So that's what I, I had in my head. That's that the, at all. <laughs> you don't remember the Come Daddy song that had the fucking when I um think of Godzilla theme song. The Led Zeppelin background? No, no, the Pink Floyd one. The Danana. He's like, come with me. He's like, he's like yelling at he's yelling at Godzilla and shit. So the getting Whoa. arrested one, I want to know this one. Because oh man. I'm straight up say that never happened to me. So I want to know, Mr. Seven. Are you lucky? Ex- <laughs> oh, and you. I want to I want to hear these stories. We got some, we definitely got some more questions, but I want to hear this. So this is oh, getting arrested for the first time. What happened? Can we go first? I never got arrested. I never got arrested, but I was prepared to get arrested one time. I was ready because there was this girl, right, in high school. She did me dirty. Like she was she she was fucked up. Like she I was having problems at home, right? And she volunteered to let me stay at her house for a little bit to have, you know, things subside or whatever. It was around Christmas. So I had bought gifts for my stepdad and, and, you know, people in my family and stuff. And those gifts magically disappeared along with a few other things that I was storing at her house. So I talking like I had a PlayStation 2 at the time, like I had lots of gaming stuff. They all fucking disappeared. So it turns out she fucking sold them. Like she she just took all my shit, went to a, uh, a pawn shop and sold my shit. So after that was all said and done, I was so infuriated with her about this that I had concocted this foolproof plan to get revenge. And it consisted of me driving to her house, taking a shit on her car and calling, calling her so she can come downstairs and find a massive turd on her car. And I was prepared to do this with the help of some of my other friends until someone had the, you know, had some common sense to say, wait, what about DNA? What about DNA? I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I'm like, the cops are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna take it. And they're gonna, they're, I'm thinking they're gonna scoop take your poop. Be able to tell that it was me. So that was the only thing that kept me from shitting on this woman's car. Because I was prepared to go to jail. Well, my very first time getting arrested was oh man, because I got I've been, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been a lot of drunk tanks. I'm not judging you. Listen, <laughs> man, my twenty. You, you said your twenties are wild. Who? Anyway, so my first time I was in high school. So 
as a kid growing up in the ghetto, you know, I did start to fall down the path of my environment. So I wanted to make money fast. So I went to like a school that was predominantly uh, white. So being a black kid with access to get some weed, I was like the weed man, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody, I used to make a killing. I used to make a ton of fucking money. And then one day in gym, I'm just like sitting down. I had like a headache. I don't know why I had a headache, but I had a headache. And I was just sitting down in the gym. And then one of the deans came over with a security guard and was like, could you come with me? I'm like, okay. And then he's like, open your locker. I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I'm done. I'm done. So they open, I open my locker. They grab my bag and everything and stuff. I'm in gym clothes. It's like, I can't even lie and say like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't have a locker here. Like I have no locker. You know, so they open the they open my locker and they start going through my bag. And you know, when you get searched by any authority, the first thing they ask you is, "Do you have anything on you? You want to tell me you have now?" And I'm like, "No." And so the thing is, they just pull out this whole bag of fucking like baggy weed. I'm like, "Oh my god, my life is over." I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna end up in prison. I'm done." And you know, it was a really bad experience because like the cops came, I got escorted out the building. In handcuffs, was in holding. My my mom and brother had to come all the way down there, pick me up and everything. Then uh, it was just, I almost got expelled from the school. Then I went back to school. And so I had one case in family court because I was a minor when I got caught with the, the, the drugs. And then when I became 16, you were classified as adult. And then the last day of school, me and my, my best friend, my homeboy, we beat up this kid because I kissed this girl from my accident. I, to this, it was an accident. I kissed his girlfriend. I didn't mean to. Like it was an accident. Kissed someone's girl by accident. Yes, it was an accident. <laughs> so um, so you're like he's so, like, uh, damn, that's bullshit. <laughs> it was an accident. Yeah. She leaned back. I went to kiss on the cheek. She leaned back. I kissed her on the lips. It was an accident. Anyway, so why are you kissing her on the cheek? Why are you doing that? I know, right? But you're saying goodbye. Anyway, so we no, beat him up. Question. Don't skip the question. We beat him up. <laughs> Well, I didn't beat him up. He beat him up. He swung and like I thought that kid was dead. Cause if you see my 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 homeboy, he's he's a stocky dude. So so like the rules of the hood, I didn't snitch. I ain't no bitch. It was like you hit that kid. I was like, yep. There's a witch friend. I was like, I don't know. I did this myself. So I spent the whole summer in juvie and I came out a hardened man, a thug. All I know was the inside. Nah, I went to like a halfway home. It was like a non, it was a non-secure juvenile detention. And you know, I actually went back to that juvenile detention like when I was a little bit older after I was in the military and like spoke to the kids there and like told them like, you know, this is not the end of your life. You could get out of here and change your life. Like don't be what the world expects you to be. You know, you're in here, it's bad. Yeah, you fucked up, but don't see it as a, as a like, a road that you can't recover from because you can. And uh, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, I've got several situations where like I've, okay, I, I've been arrested several times. I've been, I guess in this story, I mean, I actually did, I did a year. Your first time getting arrested, you did it. You did a whole year. You did a whole no, stretch. No, 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 no. This is like number three. Well, nah, we, we okay. want to know number one. Oh, number one. Oh, no, shit, that was the number one. Okay, never mind. Okay, I got shit confused. All right, so number one, I think, Gothics, I may have shared the story with you. I think I'll tell you with, uh, so first time I got arrested, first time ever, I was like 19 or 20. And then, and, and this is, this story is actually, because of this is what led me to my wild, crazy, I was 19 or 20, I had my first kid, 
well, my only kid. Then we got, you know, we were married. Ex-wife had, well, yeah, she had postpartum depression, which women, ladies, please get checked for that. It's a silent killer. So she had postpartum depression and she just had this standoffish nature towards our daughter, who's like a couple months old. And so one day she ended up shaking our daughter. I woke up to it and daughter was screaming. I ran. I snatched my daughter from her and I decked her. I was like, don't you ever touch my, you know, don't you ever hurt my, my, my child like that again? So then my daughter, as I'm holding her, she just goes limp, right? And she's twitching. So I told my ex-wife at the time, say, call the cops, you know, call them one, do something. And I'm trying to do CPR. So my daughter, Kaylee, she's just kind of like twitching, twitching. And then at one point she kind of gets her consciousness back and she looks at me and she smiles and then limp. Like all life just left, left her body at that point. I'm holding her. And so then the cops come, they take the baby from me. EMS comes in, they start trying to do uh, CPR. My daughter is like three or four months old at this time. And then they ended up taking her off to the, to the, into the EMS truck, taking her to Copyline Hospital. They took my wife outside, talked to her. And then the cops ended up putting me in a corner and talked to me. And, you know, because my ex-wife at the time, she's white, you know, I'm mixed black. I'm also 6'2". My wife at the time was 5'1". Put those two together. There you go. And so they let me off, but they say, you know, if we have any questions, we're going to contact you. So then we go, you know, a couple of days, you know, I'm a couple of days later, I keep going to the hospital every day, staying with my daughter until you know, visitation hours to make you leave. My wife at the time, I'm just going to throw the bitch's name out there because she, for whatever reason, the bitch follows me on Instagram. Naomi. Yeah. Fuck you, Naomi. She just, she comes to the, she doesn't go to the hospital at all to see our daughter at all. I'm the only one there. And the one day she does come, we start arguing at, you know, at our, you know, in the, the NICU and we're arguing and I'm like, why won't you come here? You know, why won't you see her? You gave birth here. This is our daughter. This is your fault. You shook her, blah, blah, blah. And so we're getting into an argument and I just get so mad at her. I had a stack of mail in my hand, right? So I throw it at her. I said, fuck you. I hope you burn in hell for what you did. So a couple of things, a couple of things. Hawaii is very racist towards anyone who's not local. I'm local. I am Hawaiian, Samoan, Tongan. So I was black and Italian. But the way I look, I look black to folks here. So they have a predisposition and towards people who are black. Folks in Hawaii strongly hate black people. They hate white people. And so they call people like us Popolos, which is the variation of N, the, the N word. So what happened was I went home just to cool off. I call, I called my mom. I was telling her what happened. My mom's like, just go home, sit down, calm down, cool off. I'll talk to Naomi. Don't worry about it. So I'm at home chilling, make up some, I make me some myself something to eat. Then I hear this knock on the door. I go over to the door, open it. It's a bunch of cops. They ask me, can I step outside? I'm like, what's going on? They said, sir, can you step outside? They throw my ass to the ground, handcuff me. I'm under arrest for, what is it? Domestic? Yeah, domestic violence, violence terroristic threatening. And the cherry on top of that, which is why I still, 13, 14 years, 13, 14 years later, I still have not let this shit go. They, they, the pending charge was attempted murder for my daughter. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So wow. my, she tried to pin that shit on me because a lot of people asking questions. 
she spun it to where, and, and this is by coaching of her parents. Her parents told her what to say and what to do. Damn. So I got arrested. They didn't give me no bail at all. I had no bail and I had no contact at all. No updates of nothing. What was going on with my daughter in the hospital. Uh, I had a public defender who public, public defenders suck. If you can afford an attorney, get a private attorney, fuck public defenders. So I had that situation going on where I'm, I'm just, I was literally sitting in OCCC, which is uh, the prison out here for a year and a half, literally just waiting for a court. Every time we're supposed to have court case, they keep getting pushed back. You know, they, they chain you up, take you to the courthouse, you sit in the holding cell, uh, and then they'd be like, oh, you're not having court today. They'd take you back, you know. So I went through a year and a half of that. And then one day I, I was in my, in my cell and I got called down to go see my attorney. So I go and see my attorney. And, and granted, I haven't had contact with anyone, not my mom, not any of my family, because, you know, you can only make calls to landlines. I didn't know nobody's landline. I didn't memorize it, which is why now I memorize everyone's number. So I didn't have contact with anyone. No, no I, as far as I knew, everyone forgot me. Nobody wrote to me. No one came to see me. Nothing. So I get called down to meet my attorney and I meet my attorney and he's like, I got some, some news to tell you. I'm like, what am I getting out? You know, how's my daughter doing? He's like, well, that's why I'm here to tell you your daughter passed away. I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, how did she pass away? He's like, she just she flatlined so i was like okay so you know that i that was still processing now i'm saying so what's going on with the case he's like well we're gonna go to court uh in a couple months and we'll we'll go from there i'm like well is there a way i can get bailed out he said they're, they're holding you with no bail so i and when this happened so my daughter died on my birthday which wow. makes it which That's makes it more terrible. it makes it more That's fucked up but yeah crazy she, she, so she yeah she died on my birthday so about Three to four months later, we, I ended up going to court. We did the court case. They were trying to hit me with manslaughter and attempted murder, domestic violence, terroristic threatening, and... They were trying to fucking throw you under the jail. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. But what, say, what, what actually saved me was the fact that my ex-wife, well, Naomi, fucker, she sent an email to my email and she basically apologized for everything that had happened wow and but she said she she could you know she was told what to say by her, her parents she couldn't speak for it on it they, they you know they got a life insurance insurance policy on my daughter so when she died they collected a shit ton of money she didn't flatline they took her off life support what and that was, the fuck? Oh, shit. yeah yeah that is terrible yeah so all that came out and my mom had linked up with one of my friends. He he saw the email, shared it with my mom. My mom shared it with the public defender. Public defender presented it on, you know, as evidence. And when that came around, they dropped you know, the manslaughter, attempted murder. They dropped that on me. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that was left was terroristic threatening and domestic the best six, which I'm like, okay, I did Decker when she, when I took my daughter from her. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Technically. So that, mm-hmm. you know, I owned up to that. So I had to do six months of community service. They let me out. So 
Yeah, six months of community service. I'd do a year of anger management, two years of therapy, and that that was it. Like that, I just lost a year, a year and a half of my life, and I, I never got that back. Which is why, which is why I said my twenties were crazy because when I came out, I was twenty going on 21 and just from that point on alcohol partying turning up that was my coping mechanism like i never you're trying to catch up you lost a chunk of your life for no reason yeah exactly yeah so that that was my my first time in jail every time after that was getting drunk and fighting and whatnot but yeah that's that Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so not to, not to you know so just to ask as you can far ask as anything this, you can ask anything i'm an open book <laughs> what happened to her like what you no repercussions on her end? no she her wow. her paid attorney was able to get her ass off her family when i say they collected they they were a poor a relatively poor uh white family from levittown pennsylvania but they played the, you know, domestic violence thing. They got all the support from all the people. I got kicked out of college because of that. Oh, hell and, uh-uh. Yeah, I was, and the thing is, like, I was, because I started college early. I was basically a semester and a half away from graduating. So I got kicked out. I'm still, I'm barred from life. I can't, I can't go back to that college, period. Wow. But uh, no, she she had a, the attorney like she had so much behind her. People got her one of the best attorneys, and so she she got off. She she didn't get hit with anything, and she reached out first time we spoke after all that was last year, and she was trying. She gave me pictures of because I I didn't have any pictures of our our, our daughters, so she gave me pictures. But she tried to play victim, like. I did her wrong and she just wanted our family together and she can't believe I hit her and this, this, and this. I'm like, well, bitch, you killed our daughter. You got to live with that. I got to live with that. I'm like, if she was still alive, she would be like 12, 13 years old now. That is infuriating. It's because like when... Hearing this story, it's like without you even saying anything about the context of what happened to her, it makes me feel like this was kind of like an easy cash grab, like a very insensitive cash grab. So she took your daughter off of life support to collect and like... That's it? Like that that's not I'm that's ooh, I'm mad for you. I'm so mad for you. It is it's why she when, when it got out, you know, her and her fan, she she ended up cuz when I say she they they got a huge payout on that. They got a huge wow. payout. So she ended up she moved back she moved back to Pennsylvania. They moved back moved back in with her parents. Then she met this dude who for all intents and purposes, I I've she she told me about the dude last year i looked at him for all intents and purposes he's a big b-rated version of me and yeah she she for whatever reason was saying like oh i still love you i'm like don't don't even i'm like it's i'm like you're lucky i'm even talking to you right now the fucking balls wow okay i told you my 20s was crazy Hell, uh-uh. All right. So what we going to do here, Mr. Seven? This is your experiment. Okay, we got one last question, and it's going to be a more down-to-earth, kind of heart-filled one. So, okay. okay. First meetings. Okay, first time meeting each other. So the first time you met uh, Cosmic, or the first time Cosmic met you, or you met Mikhail, or you met me. Okay. So, All right. So, All right. Who you so? How about the two lovebirds on the fucking podcast talk about their first time meeting? 
I'll do it. I'll do it. Was it J date? You guys met a J date, right? Yeah. Usually when people ask, I usually say it. So yeah, let's go. All right. So first time meeting Cosmic, right? So I'm over here working as a slave (laughs) at fucking customer service, you know, place, right? And all of a sudden I look over and this beautiful chocolate man starts walking towards an empty desk. And I'm like, God, who is that? Right? So at the time I'm dating a shithead. Okay. And he's also dating a shithead. So we're both dating shitheads, but we meet each other at this old job. And, uh, you know, both of our relationships, as far as I remember, were kind of on the rocks to begin with. Like they were like on its way out, I think. And so... We just kind of like started bonding a little bit randomly. I don't really remember what the first point of contact was. Do you? I feel like it was through Slack or something like that. Was yeah, it? it was like through Slack we started talking. And then like when we were, I think I was on break and I was in a lunchroom and then you walked in. That's when I was starting to talk to you more. And I was like, hello. And you just were caught off guard. Like, how are you? Like, hello. I'm like, yeah, how are you doing? You just didn't know. You just look like you didn't know how to talk to me or anything. Like if I was, it was funny, at least to me. Let me tell you why. Let me tell, I mean, you probably know this, but let me tell you why it it, it caught me off guard. And even though I don't remember that exact moment, I know why it would caught me off guard. I have a history of dating pretty much like everybody that I've ever dated has been white with the exception of two people. And that's not because like, that's just my preference. It's because like the majority of people of color that at least live in my state are very ghetto. Like it's not, it's not anything appealing. Like you're just, you you like pull your fucking pants up like that type of shit. So to see a very like a very well put together black man, you know, sounds like he actually is a little bit educated instead of fucking throwing out mixtapes out of his ass. Like I was like, Damn. oh my God, this is beautiful, you know? So that's why I was just like, I was caught off guard because I'm just like, this man is talking to me and he's not saying something to the effect of what up, shawty, okay? So that's why I was caught off guard. And yes, I, you know, from there it just happened. It blossomed into a magnificent relationship and now now we are living happily ever after in this shitty one bedroom apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but now, so how about you, Mr. Seven? How did you meet us? I guess you know. I like well, hearing this story because oh my god, perception of my face. wait, wait. How do you remember it? How do you remember? Let me hear how you remember. I want to hear how you remember meeting me. Let me tell you how I met this motherfucker. Okay, Twitch. <laughs> TwitchCon, the first year of TwitchCon. This was the first time I went. 2018. 2018. Okay, whatever. Don't remember. Quick maths, whatever. I go I go to TwitchCon. I'm very nervous as it is. I have problems approaching random strangers, right? So I'm banking on the hopes that people will approach me first, which is what Mr. Seven did. So Mr. Seven comes up to me, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna reenact this for you, okay? I'm, I'm gonna do <laughs> what he did all right i'm standing there awkward as shit he comes up to me and he's like gothics and i turn around i'm like hi and he goes hello i am here to i'm here because my representative has uh, that was wanted- that, that sounds so wrong but go ahead 
my representative wanted me uh, to introduce you to, and he pulls out a fucking business card, and the business card is for Delacroix, who is a Twitch streamer, okay? And I'm reading this, and I'm like, okay, so you're, nice to meet you, and he goes, oh, yes, yeah, so my representative would like to speak more, something, something, something. I don't exactly remember the exact dialogue, but you handed me a business card of yourself, and then you were talking in third person, is basically what happened. <laughs> I was very confused and I said okay and then afterwards I put two and two together that the person I was talking to was actually the the twitch streamer he was referring to but he was just pretending there was a middleman there for some reason like some fucking like uh, a multi-personality bullshit like it was weird so that's excuse why- me for having the thing <laughs> That's the thing that's very confusing, sir, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so okay. It, here's my memory of me and her. So, like she said, TwitchCon 2018, she was standing there looking awkward. And I was like, oh, shit, I know that that girl. She's the she's like one of the actual, like, few, like, remaining, like, goths who are, who are black, like, left in the world. There's, like, I don't, I, a lot of the many, like, goth kids I hung up with who were black, like they just disappeared, like they stopped and she was still doing it. I was like, I was really, I really liked the fucking whole, like the, the head shrinking thing you had, like all the stuff you were doing, like I really thought it was fucking dope. So I went up, I was like, Hey, how you doing? Um, I represent a very powerful person named the hero Twitch. And I handed her my card and she handed me her card back too. And which was that it was like hologram. She had like a hologram fucking card. And it kind of like felt like the scene from fucking American psycho. I'm like, my card looks like shit, and she's handing me a fucking holographic card with all this embroidered graphics and everything. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. So I was like, yeah, my I represent a, a a streamer, and he's he likes your work and everything. He finds it very unique and genuine of what you're doing. You know, you see a lot of streamers who are not doing things; they're just doing things to to have it as a like you know, as a like a, a stupid like gimmick. But in real life, they're not that. But in, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are more, you're legit. And he appreciates that. And I do too. And I hope to talk to you further. And you're like, okay. And then you went in for a hug and I stopped you. And I was like, no, no, I only do handshakes. You're like, oh, but I'm a hugger. I said, That's, I understand that. But I was like, okay. And you hugged me and then my arms were down. I was like, okay, thank you. Nice meeting you. Bye. So... <laughs> The whole thing, people don't understand to this day why I don't like hugging. Be and it's just like in today's society, I do not want to be hit with a fucking yeah. I was touched inappropriate by this man. So any female, any male, I just don't touch I give me a handshake. The minute mm-hmm. anybody tries to go in to give me a, a hug, I stick my arm out and say, No, no, shake my hand. Because mm-hmm. the last thing I need is for somebody for me to hug, and then they get mad at me down the line. And go, oh well, at TwitchCon twenty sixty five, he touched my ass when he gave me a hug, and it was very inappropriate. Yeah. And like, it's like I'm not. No, you got to be I'm careful not nowadays. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with that. And like, people many can still of the, say you touch them though, even if they didn't hug. Like, you can get someone right. that that's that's petty. Exactly. Oh my god! So I can't like, touch. Oh, no, I'm just saying. Like, I know you say you don't hug anymore, but to be honest, they can still be like. Oh yeah, you yeah. know he definitely like hugged me, and, and there's nothing to really. It's not like no one took a picture of you not hugging, so it's right. just that's, like that could still happen. Yeah, but that's why also like if I 
I hang out with people and make sure it's like a large group so I don't get like stuck in some weird fucking situation. Like mm-hmm. that's 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 my biggest fear right now because being a mm-hmm. being a black man in the world today and it's like being black and a man at the same time be like you got two negatives going for you right now. I got two. The last thing I need to go to some convention and see somebody who's like who watches the stream or like associates with somebody I know and they give me a hug and it's a, a Caucasian female and it's like oh well he sexually harassed us. Like I'm not dealing with that. Well, I think that, uh, I think, first of all, it, it comes down to you trusting the person that you're hugging. So I think, I think I would hope that you are comfortable around me now to know that I would No, never I'm still not hugging you. You know, I'm done with this conversation. Mikhail, what about you? But, but no, wait, you didn't, you didn't know how I met Cosmic, how I met this awesome man. You need to know that? Go ahead and tell him. <laughs> okay. So, so this year it was returning. So I was like, oh, I'll kick it with you. He's like, oh, cool. Because because she'll be with Katani Hamad and my boyfriend be there, Cosmic. And I and I kind of wanted to meet him because on stream she spoke about him a lot. And I'm like, I definitely would wanted two things. One, I want to make fun of his fucking Wakanda tattoo. And two, I want to have a conversation with the guy because he seems like he was a guy who wasn't who was who was coached in comics. So we we kicked it, we hung out. We we bonded, we broke up and everything, and to this day, like, I appreciate him being a a, a man of a uh, culture, and that some uh, guy. If I say X, he's like, "Whoa, you're a fucking idiot, ignorant fool," you know. And all Twitch comedy kind of just was like hanging out. We even worked out together. I bought him breakfast, treated him right, you know. You didn't fucking Mom. buy me breakfast. That was a good day. And then he was in that nice bougie ass hotel, which is cool. Yo, yo. <laughs> I was living it up at TwitchCon yeah, 2019, was, bro. Yo, like, that was like freaking hotel from John Wick or some shit. Like, I was like, yo, what's going on? He came to the hotel. He was, like, what? What? he was like, yo, what you want? For? I was like, what you want for breakfast? He was like, um, can I have? Wait, you never had? Would you never had? Oh, you wait. You it, never was like, had... it was just literally jam on toast. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was this just man never it, had. Like... I was like, let me. He was like, can I get jam on my toast? He's like, I was like, he was like, what is this? I was like, it's jam. You put it on your toast. And he had, he was like, this is good. I never had this. I was like, <laughs> this poor, poor man. Anytime you talk at me, you're going to sound like a bitch or something. Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like, this poor man, I must I must teach him. It's like a slave. You just, it's, just a, it's like a slave that just escaped the plantation. You're like, come on, let me teach you the world, my brother. It was a fun time. It was it's nice to just nerd out, too, with someone else. It was it was cool. It's like, definitely more knowledgeable on me with comics on some things, and it's great. And here we are, we're making a fucking podcast. I can't get rid of you. Damn. So, Mikkel, how did you... Well, you just met both of these co-hosts today. I'm assuming you've never had previous interactions with them before, right? Well, I hope not, have I? Maybe you've gotten a business card from him at some point. I don't know. But, Mikkel, what about me? When is the first time you saw me and you wanted to introduce yourself? What about that? Well, okay, so that came about because my wife is a huge fan of yours. We first, well, we've never met in person, but we, we, we met through, you know, through Twitter DMs and then we, you came on my show and did the interview and whatnot. But yeah, my, my wife was a huge, she's a huge fan of yours and, you know, she loves your energy, loves your flow and, you know, your channel is what inspired her and your content is what inspired her to get into streaming. Like n- not even blowing smoke up your ass, like literally it, it, you inspired her to get into content creation she's watching you for years 
And so, you know, she said to me one day when I was watching, she, she's playing one of your, one of your, your tweets and you had like a motivational speech where you were saying like, Hey, if you want to do this, fuck it, do it. You want to do that? Do it. I, so she's playing. It, I was like, who is that? And she's like, Oh, this is gothics. She's like, I, I love her. This is my favorite streamer. And like, she, she makes amazing fucking content. I was like, Yo, let me, let, I said, let me check that out. So she showed me more of your stuff, showed me some of your streams. I'm like, yo, this person's dope as fuck. I need to get her on the podcast. She's like, yeah, I was going to ask, would you interview her? I was like, yeah, let me, let me go hit her up. And so that's how I went. So yeah, I, I think my wife were <laughs> before yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Thank you, wife. Oh, that's nice. For connecting more peoples together, <laughs> create more friendships. Thank you. <laughs> all right shit okay so i think we're we're out of time it went a little bit over but i think this is this is a really fun episode and i definitely want to do it again mikhail thank you so much for joining us today mikhail the legend the legend that the real booty warrior <laughs> the booty bandit sorry the booty bandit i had a damn good time this is this is fun yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. So we're definitely going to do this again. And as some of you listeners probably know already, we're going to be moving back to video on YouTube. We'll still be uploading to Spotify and Apple iTunes and all that stuff. But I think it's time for you to see our beautiful faces and the glare on Mr. Seven's head once Shut again. Up. <laughs> hopefully for that you know next time we go ahead and and tackle this we would love to have you back on again if you would like to mikhail just let me know yeah yeah Yeah. let everybody know where they can find you by the way oh yeah so y'all can find me since my ass migrated over to twitch catch me on twitch.tv slash mikhail castanova i'm also youtube.com slash mikhail castanova all the social medias Catch my podcast everywhere. Castover Podcast. The number one fucking podcast in Hawaii. Four yep. years in a row. Nobody's yep. taking Damn. my crown. No Jeez. one's taking my crown. Like this all of Hawaii? Most, yeah, all of Hawaii. That's why I'm hated by a lot of folks out here. We're in the presence of a booty god right now, okay? The booty bandit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. All right, Cosmic, Mr. Seven, you got anything you want to plug before we head out? Who wants to do our, our outro today? Not it. Not it? What about you, Cosmic? No. Nah. Nah? <laughs> 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 I'm like, nah, I don't do that shit. Nah. <laughs> Whatever, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Again, my name is Gothics, and we are Subtweet This. We'll see you next week. Wash your damn hands and ass. See you later, everyone. Bye!